When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. My privilege, pleasure to uh, introduce John Wright, former New Zealand batsman, of course, uh, former New Zealand cricket coach, former cricket coach extraordinary around the world, actually, and the perfect guy uh, to bring in on the eve of uh, New Zealand kicking off their uh, performance in the T20 World Cup, amongst uh, other issues. Uh, Wrighty, good morning to you. First of all, sad news about old Fred Goodall. Uh, what a character he was out in the middle. Yes, it was. Um, Fred, um, well, good morning, Smithy. Yeah, nice. Fred was um, part of our era of cricket, really. Uh, um, he, I think he had umpired 27 tests. Um, and he was part of the 80s. And, of course, um, uh, he brought a, quite a strong uh, attitude to umpiring, but uh, he was greatly, uh, I think, we, we uh, secretly admired Fred. Well, he had to put up with a bit. Um, you were around uh, during those most turbulent times uh, in the sport. What, what were your observations uh, around that time? Well, I suppose it, it was really um, the West Indies series that everyone remembers. Um, I played a fair bit with Michael Holding uh, when I was playing with Derbyshire, and Mikey always referred to Fred as that man Goodall. And... Uh, <laughs> It, it really, um, we played the first test, I think, in Carisbrook. The West Indies had come off a pretty tough tour in Australia, and, and uh, the New Zealand tour was always, you know, at the end of it, and they were probably looking forward to getting home. And um, it was a tough series, and I, I, they bowled at such a velocity that I think um, not only the batsmen, but the umpires uh, struggled to keep up with them. Um, and um, we had that incident uh, chasing a very small total at Carisbrook where um, Mikey Michael Holden kicked down the stumps, and then we got to Christchurch, and uh, to be fair, they didn't get the rub of the green, and Fred was involved in some of that decision-making, and I think it was the last morning of the match. Um, it was petering out to be a draw, and it was a cold, sort of overcast day at Lancaster Park, and uh, the fourth night had finished by Colin Croft bowling two beamers at Jeremy Coney. And then the next morning in the session at some stage, uh, Croft, who had a particularly long run-up, came, came uh, sort, of, sort of racing in from the northern end and actually ran right into the back of Fred, who was just standing in his umpire's position and knocked him uh, for six, really. I mean... Uh, it was a full-on blow. He he went through the stumps, 
bales flew everywhere, the wickets went here and there, and Fred was faced down on the sort of non-striker's end. And, and uh, I mean, it was, when you look back on it, I mean, you'd probably go to jail nowadays but, um, if we did something like that in the cricket world. Um, he sort of got up, brushed himself down, put the wickets back in, and the bales on, um, and no one moved, which was... Croft just turned around and went back to his mark. Uh, Clive Lloyd, I think he was standing at around about second slip, the captain, never moved, and the game carried on. It, it, it had sort of followed on from an incident earlier in the match where the West Indies are remained in their dressing room at tea time because they were so... Um, upset by some of the decisions that uh, were made. So um, Fred, through that whole sort of episode and test series, uh, showed remarkable composure and strength of character. Um, it's not easy being an umpire. Um, all those umpires in the 80s, and even today, um, I think there are paid positions, etc. But but in those days, they would be standing for a pittance over five days and coming under, under all sorts of scrutiny and sometimes um, comments that, uh, I mean, in those, as you know, Smithy, um, the banter was used to flow a bit and um, not only did you cop it as a player, uh, but sometimes as an umpire, they were sometimes fair game, but he always, um, he always held his composure. He was... He was almost military-like in his attitude, or a stern mm. school teacher. I used to um, love asking him how many balls to come. He could be standing at square leg or cover, and he would reply, "There are three balls to come," in a very loud and definitive voice. So, um, I, I think that uh, you know he's he he was part of our, our cricket. Um, in, in those days, and uh, he's a good New Zealander, and uh, sympathies go out to his family. I remember him very fondly. I do too, um, and I uh, extend those sympathies as well. And uh, what I also uh, remember about uh, those umpires back then, they didn't have uh, they didn't have the chance to have their decisions uh, overturned or repaired from someone sitting upstairs. They had to live and die by that moment, uh, and uh, that was the the era that they lived in. So. Um, thanks for those sentiments, Righty. Let's move on to yeah. uh, the T20 World Cup. Uh, you have um, uh, a vast background and knowledge of a lot of the people involved in this with, with your association uh, with the IPL. Uh, how, how do you rate our chances? Uh, how do you think the balance of our side is going into this? Well, I was just looking at the results. I had to talk with you, Smitty. I, I think um, we've got as good a chance as anyone. I mean, overnight, Afghanistan thrashed the West Indies. Uh, Afghanistan are in our group. Uh, we've got a, quite a tough group because we've got Pakistan, India, and Afghanistan, um, who will be very in Bangladesh, I think, uh, who are very used to con the conditions. Um, if they are slow, um, not spin friendly, but but um, spinners may may uh, be an important um, part of the bowling attack. Um, I, if I was looking at New Zealand, I think their batting looks good. Uh, in T20 cricket, to be honest, um, the most consistent part of your game is what I call the defensive side, which is actually your fielding and your bowling. Because you could, if, you, if you get that sorted, you 
generally know that that can be the most consistent part of your game. The batting can go up and up and down. You can have some good days and bad days. But if your bowling and your fielding is is strong, then you're always in the game. Looking at the practice results thus far, New Zealand um, in their first game against Australia, uh, they were defending. I think 156 or spare about. And after 16 overs, the Aussies were 118 for six. So in the last four overs, they managed to get four, 40 off those four overs and lose one wicket and, and then win the game. And then in the match against England, um, New Zealand, we, we conceded 66 runs off our last four overs. Um, at the end of the 16th, if I read that, the score chart correctly, I think England were 117 for five and ended up getting another 60-odd runs. Now, that's a bit, that's something that New Zealand has to get right. They've got to, When you start with your, your bowling, you want to try and get a couple of wickets in because that puts the pressure on the opposition. And then take a few wickets through the middle, but the, the really critical part is that you can't afford... Your last four, you've got to be you've got to be watertight because that, if they've got wickets in hand, they're going to come at you hard, and you can go for you know anywhere up to sixty, and that that can be the difference of the game. So I think New Zealand have, will be, and I know they, they've got a lot of knowledge up there. Stephen Fleming involved, and, and Shane Bond from our franchise of Mumbai, he's our bowling coach. Gary uh, Stead. I mean, they'll, they'll, I would imagine I'll be looking who's going to bowl those last four overs and, and just looking at it from a distance I think a name to me that pops up is Mitchell Satner I, I think he should be I think he's a fantastic 20 over bowler um, he might be able to do one uh, Trent Bolt does one uh, at least for Mumbai Indians if he's going well he might do two and then they've got to find the other bowler that as the, as does two of those four because generally and, and to, perhaps that might be Lockie Ferguson um, and, and I think that's that's really the area that they'll be looking at um, um, because if they can get that right um, you know they've got a big chance well every every team's got a chance because of the, the beauty about T20 cricket if you love your cricket watch it because there's going to be some upsets and it's going to be a really interesting competition Right, and the, the other thing I'd, I'd really like to talk to you about is, uh, is the job you were very, very close to. Um, you were the first non-Indian to coach the Indian national team, uh, uh, and uh, you had a great run, uh, I think, close to five and a half years, which is absolutely um, uh, amazing when you can consider the volatility around uh, the, job, the job and the expectations. Then, of course, Greg Chappell took over for you, from you and lasted about uh, the length of time it is to make a cup of tea these days, and... Uh, and all of a sudden, Ravi Shastri's had quite a nice reign, but uh, that's come to an end. Uh, the name mooted uh, is Rahul Dravid. Now, I don't know anyone in this country who knows Rahul Dravid better than you. Uh, would he be a good Indian coach in your mind? Oh, yes. Um, I mean, Rahul, I was very fortunate to have five or six senior players at that time in the Indian cricket team, Anil Congress, Sachin Tendulkar, uh, Ganguly, Srinath, um, and Raul Dravid was the vice captain, and he was a, a very calming influence for our team. He's highly intelligent, 
he's had a, a good background and that he's taken the A team and the under-19 team for the last few years. Um, he's very patriotic. He's a proud Indian. He, of course, he was a, a wonderful player, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it translates into being a great coach. But, I mean, Ralph's done his time, and coaching is a bit like captaincy. The more you do... Uh, you know, you, you learn from your mistakes. It's, it's something that you hopefully, with experience, you just become a little wiser. So I think the time's probably right if Raul decides he wants to do the job because he doesn't have to, you know, he, being an Indian cricketer and whatnot, um, from, a, from a commercial point of view, it, it, you know, there's no incentive, I would, I would imagine, but um, he would be... Uh, in my eyes, uh, a, a great choice. I'm sure he would have uh, total respect, um, and he'd do a great job. Righty, always great to, to catch up with you, mate. Thanks for your sentiments about Fred um, and your, your predictions. I, I, yeah. I like you. I believe we've got a right royal chance in this competition uh, if we if we get those uh, delicate areas right. And I, I totally agree with that. Uh, the, the bowling in the last few overs has cost us dearly in the last two warm-up games, and we have to think about that. But, hey, mate, great great to catch up with you. Well, uh, as just, always, stay healthy. Yeah, stay one well. thing, Smitty, I think, is yep. um, just... Uh, I know you've got to rush off to an ad break or something, but um, I would despair with that two losses, and losses are quite quite good, actually, in warm-up games, because that's how you learn. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, and let's not forget that uh, they were mix and match teams too. They weren't 11 on 11. Players exactly. played, bowlers bowled, batsmen batted. Yeah. So they don't read too much into yeah. it, folks. Uh, and uh, I I, I'm with John well. White. We've, yeah, I think we will, mate. And, and you go well too. Thanks very much for your time. Cheers, mate. See you. Cheers. Uh, righty there. What a great man.